misguided astrology podcast, the podcast dedicated to misguiding you. I'm your host, KT, with your horoscope for this week, June 12th through June 18th, 2023. Welcome back to the podcast where I don't know you. But it might seem like I do because I am sharing musings that are based upon the sun and the moon and the planets and shit. Every week I do a little sky spying and then I report back so that you can know what the fuck is going on around here. The astrology is sound, but my guidance may not be, and that is totally up to you, okay? Quick housekeeping. Quick housekeeping. Special thanks to Sena, Aubrey, and Patrick. Thank you. Thank you, beautiful gorgeous persons, for the ratings and reviews and shout-outs. I think, again, we got one of each, but um, you can review too, dear listener, and if you do, I will send you a 24-page in-depth birth chart report. So please review Misguided Astrology wherever you stream your pods or tag us in a post, a shout-out, and if you do, then reach out and tell me so I know where to send your report. Just email your birth dates, birth date, time, and location. Yes. To misguidedastrology at gmail.com. And for the month of June, aka Pride Month, and in the name of being super fucking gay, I would like to highlight Summer of Sass. It's a not-for-profit that specializes in relocating 18 to 20-year-old queer people out of oppressive situations um, and helping them to make their way to P-Town, aka Gaycation Land, so that they can spend a summer living and working in a supportive community. So if you want to get involved or get inspired or get your heart warmed, check out summerofsass.org. The website will be in the show notes of this episode for your ease and leisure. Uh, And on that note, let's get to it. Let me hurry up and shut up so that I can keep talking because this is your weekly horoscope. Monday. All right, coming out of a lovely Venus-Jupiter square, which made for a very chill Sunday. You know, those feel-good vibes, which did carry over into this Monday morning. Always a delight to wake up on the right side of the bread. It's too bad I can't infuse fresh-baked bread aroma into the podcast. But maybe one day after Pluto re-enters Aquarius. I don't know. But anyways. Everywhere like such as and. Hopefully work wasn't demanding too much from you too immediately today so that you could ride these easy waves into a comfortable work flow if there is such a thing. Rolls eyes. This Venus-Jupiter combo is a really good primer for what is happening this Monday afternoon slash evening when the moon will be running up on Chiron for a brief and possibly tense meeting. Chiron is the asteroid of chronic wounds and insecurities, meaning that this transit may highlight some of our most tender spots. Oh, so shocked and squishy. <laughs> Um, So it is an occasion to be gentle with yourself. You may be reflecting on difficulties that you have been 
or are facing, and reflecting on and checking in with what troubles you can be beneficial and productive, especially if you can't appreciate how far you've come through them. And just be careful not to overindulge on your own personal trauma porn highlight reel. Don't beat yourself over the head with your own sadness. If your mind isn't wandering to the nicest places, and it isn't being too kind to you, just remember, you wouldn't take this shit from somebody else. Why in the actual fuck would you take it from your own mind? Who is supposed to be on your side? Don't make me lobotomize you. Your brain's like, don't threaten me with a good time, bitch. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love yourself? Wednesday, but also Tuesday. Why couldn't I just start with Tuesday? I don't know, but the moral of the story is that the moon will be reinvigorating this Venus-Jupiter square just a little bit. So we are bringing back some of them feel-good, easy vibes from the weekend. Uh, The vibes on these two days will be very casual and very comfortable, mostly, and it is a good vibe to ride as long as possible until Thursday. All right, buckle up for Thursday. Tighten seatbelt by pulling loose end. It is a rather unsavory flavor of chaos. First, the moon will conjunct Uranus, a transit of emotional destabilization. This is very early in the day, so we are entering the day in a bit of turbulence. That doesn't inherently indicate upsetting experience, but does indicate that we may struggle to get our bearings and get our grounding from the jump, which is not especially hopeful, seeing that there is a Mercury-Saturn square a little later in the day. (coughs) And we will be feeling that all the way until it is exact, which is to say when it will be at its most potent during the early afternoon. Eastern Standard Time. But a Mercury square to Saturn day, it's a day when it is very hard to get things done. Basic logistical activities may incur hard stops or restrictions. Mental activity may suffer. Logic and reasoning may suffer. Communications may suffer. Um, as you are meeting boundaries that prevent forward momentum. The mantra is, Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. It may feel like trudging through muck. Um, It's a bummer because Mercury is freshly back in Gemini, its sign of domicile. And during this period, it will overall be easier for all of us to hear our our own thoughts and understand them and do things and get things done. It's good for mental clarity and functionality. And it's really good for the Gemini and Virgo people to feel better after some challenging astro and still challenging astro. But, um, not today. Not today. Um, Not today, Satan. Not today. So that's cute and special. Good luck. Have fun. (laughs) Saturday. All right, we made it to the weekend. But it is a mixed bag. Let's get Saturn's retrograde out of the way first. This is a vibe shift in your Pisces house. It's kind of about the challenges that make us stronger if you're looking at it in the best possible light. It's very optimistic. This is spiciest for the angularly mutable. So Pisces, Gemini, Virgo, Sag, Risings, or for the people with major placements in the first seven degrees of any of those signs, 
You may be meeting certain boundaries or setbacks, um, and these have been in motion or you have met them already. This transit started in early March. So you are already acquainted with this flavor of challenge, and now that Saturn is retrograde, motioning, going back to revisit these points, um, whatever the difficulties you have met are to be revisited, re-examined in the coming months, so that's cool. I'm kinda mad about it, but it's fine. (laughs) I said it's fine. But that's not all gonna happen all at once today, so don't worry. It won't be that cuckoo. Also today is Mercury sextile to Venus, which is much cuter. It is comfortable. It is social. It is indicative of a lovely and luxurious mental space, which makes it an ideal weekend vibe to get out and have fun with and to mingle and all of that. Did we just become best friends? Yep. So do do that. <laughs> do do. And that's not all. The headline transit for the day is the Gemini new moon. And new moons are kind of low energy occasions, but are occasions when new beginnings are afoot. You may be starting something new or planting new seeds around this time. What's cute is that the planetary ruler of Gemini is sextiling Venus. That's good juju. What's not cute is the whole lunation and the sun and all of it is squaring Neptune. Not good juju. But we may not realize the juju is bad in the moment, so it's fine. Again, it's fine. The Neptune influence will be greatest in this scenario, and Neptune is a planet of delusion and diffusion. It is poor boundaries. It is escapism. It is rose-colored glasses. Neptune transits strike me as occasions of intuitive interference. When we are all more susceptible to the external desires and motivations of others, it can be easy to get swept up in other people's currents. So decisions made under Neptunian influence may not always pan out. That doesn't mean this new beginning is doomed. It may occur under a false pretense potentially, or may occur in moments of ambiguity and that lack clarity. And so it may be a confusing time or may lead to a later confusing time once you begin to look at it harder and out of the haze. But let's have a closer look at your Gemini house so that you can know what to anticipate in terms of these new beginnings and possibly new confusions. Scorpio, this is impacting your eighth house. The eighth house is the house of cycles, of mental health. It is also a house of shared resources, of where you may receive money from if someone else is paying you. So it can be loans, inheritances, things of that nature. So around this time, you may have some confusion in this area, mental health confusion, what you can share with others. There may be confusing boundaries or lack of clarity around how to share, how to receive payment, that sort of thing. But also, um, and it's either additionally or just very separately, new beginnings. There may be new beginnings in terms of money and finances, in terms of mental health, Um, And in terms of cycles in your life that you experience again and again, those ones that you're like, how do I keep revisiting this? But you learn something new from it each time. There may be a new cycle emerging for you with this lunation as well. Those are topics for you to keep in mind. Sunday, 
A little more of yesterday, today. As the Sun-Neptune square exacts, it may be a drowsy morning worthy of a second cup of coffee. There may be a little confusion. It could be a mental fog day. It could be a literal fog day. I have experienced some fucking weird and severe weather under Neptune transits before, so that's a heads up for you. Um, and some of us may feel driven to the fogging of our own minds under this transit too. So in the wise, wise words of Kourtney Kardashian, does anybody have any drugs? Alrighty, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Misguided Astrology Podcast. I'll see you next Monday. Mwah. Mm, aspartame.